Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofit organizations, Kids Matter, the Stephen Demas Family Scholarship Foundation, and Arts DuPage. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now representing Kids Matter are Sherilyn Hebel and Nina Menace. Welcome to the show. So glad Thanks, to have Jane. you both with us. We're going to start out with you, Nina. I mean, it's been a busy year. Tell us about yes. what you've been up to. Thank you, Jane, and thanks so much for having us here. We're thrilled um, to be here, and we appreciate our partnership with NCTV, and you've been at a lot of our events this year. Um, we've been doing a lot, and we've been focusing quite a bit on youth mental health, and as well as helping young people find their passion on career pathways. So we had a really new, interesting program called Your Brand Matters this year, and we partnered with District 203 at Naperville North and Naperville Central High School, and it was a great event. We brought in some HR professionals and a career uh, networking center helped us out as well as the Naperville Chamber of Commerce. And that was a wonderful event, helping young people understand opportunities that they might have in front of them and how to get through their first job interview. Yeah, that's so important, isn't yeah. it? Because, yeah. you know, we often think about, oh, it's all those hard skills, but it really isn't, is it? It is, and it was really, it was really cute. One of the questions that a young lady asked at the end was, "What if I don't know the answer to the question?" <laughs> and it was, it was, it was really great. Uh, the answers that from the HR professionals that came, and she really left feeling very confident. I think about her uh, first job interview. Yeah, that's good. It's all yeah. about preparedness, right? Yeah, the more comfortable yeah. you feel, the better you're going to perform. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Now, as you talk about youth, I know Sherilyn, this has been something that. Uh, Kids Manor has really been working on with mental health. Now you have a kind of a first aid kit. Am I say a little bit more about that? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jane. It is a youth mental health first aid and a teen mental health first aid. Okay. Kids Matter received a wonderful grant through Edward Elmhurst Health and the DuPage Foundation allowing us to bring this training to the whole community. Um, we, we are especially focused on underserved communities and reaching cultural groups to be able to present this training. And the training is, is all about understanding, recognizing, and how to respond, how to see the signs if you see that someone is struggling with mental health. And so it teaches adults as well as teens what the right, right response is. Um, so it's, it's, it's a great program that's really just starting to take off and, and get into the community that we're, um, that we're really, really pleased that so many are going to hear and learn this message. An interesting thing, Jane, is that when we first started in our greater Chicagoland area, there was not, not a one bilingual teacher of teen and youth mental health first aid. Now we are happy to report there is one <laughs> in Chicago. Everything starts with one. <laughs> Everything starts with one. And coming up very soon, we're going to be doing a training in which we will have four bilingual people in that training that uh, it is our hope will eventually turn into um, and grow the pool of trainers in, um, in the bilingual space. 
Yeah, and yeah. I think that's so important. And I think one of the things we all sort of really learned through COVID, right? I think there was a greater awareness of mental health challenges and issues. But I think mm -hmm. what I love that you're mm -hmm. talking about is really recognizing those signs, um, which, you know, if you haven't struggled, uh, maybe to you, you don't see it, right? But the first step is, is identifying that somebody is having a challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And this training does a great job of, yeah. of getting someone, again, comfortable in that position, not necessarily to solve the problem, but to recognize the signs, identify them, and then go to the next step to put that person in the right contact. So as you're training, who, who would be eligible for the training? So we are really appreciative of our partnerships with Linden Oaks. And so we partner with Linden Oaks on the training. And for young people, sophomores, uh, juniors and seniors can be trained in teen mental health first aid. And for adults, any adults can be trained in, in youth mental health first aid. That's awesome. That's really yeah. great. Um, I, I think it's just, and also obviously having the grant from the Edward Foundation is incredible. I know they've been very, very generous our community this yeah, past year. They yeah. have. We are really very, very fortunate. All of the work that we do is through grants and uh, donations. So we're very appreciative of that support. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now you have another program. It's called Springboard Summer Series. Yes. What is that? Yes. Well, we're so excited. And, and you may have to stop me from talking <laughs> because we're really uh, super excited about it. It was part of the grant from Edward Amherst Health uh, Community Investment Fund that we received funding to do summer program for youth interested in healthcare careers. And so we're doing it in partnership with District 203, District 204, and a College of DuPage Continuing Education Department. Um, and we'll have two classes. One class is for individuals that might be interested in a pharmacy tech certification, and we'll have job shadowing for those young people in healthcare, as well as an opportunity to possibly get some credit for that summer class. And the second class is individuals that are interested in healthcare, general healthcare, juniors and seniors. And for those individuals, we'll have job shadowing opportunities as well. And they'll all receive their teen mental health first aid certificate. So oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So you really are doing a lot in terms of uh, kind of that career readiness piece, which is great. And I think, you know, Sherilyn, you've got this job fair coming up, right? Very mm -hmm. soon this month. Yes, yes, yes. So talk a little bit about the job fair. Yeah. So January 7th, we will have our annual community job fair. Kids Matter has a wonderful partnership with the Naperville Park District for this event. And we see vendors, dozens and dozens of vendors, ranging from, um, from healthcare to restaurant. Obviously, the Park District has a lot of job opportunities. So all different kinds of job opportunities for all ages, but especially those teens. Mm -hmm. And then part of that job fair, we also have career conversations. So you can talk to someone who has had a career in communications or healthcare or teaching. Um, we also have mock interviews. We have resume writing tips and we have financial literacy people that you can talk to. So it's a great opportunity. Visit our website. We've got lots of information on it. And again, that's Saturday, January 7th. That's fantastic. And I think, again, you know, it's just that preparedness, right? You're preparing yes. uh, our young people for whatever possibilities await them. That's true. That's Thank true. you so much for coming by. We do appreciate it. We wish you all the best for job fair, springboard, mental health, uh, first aid. You've got so many great programs. So uh, best to you for 2023.
Thank you, Jane. Thanks for inviting us. Absolutely. And if you are interested in learning more about Kids Matter, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Busey Bank is proud to partner in building business and growing wealth since 1868. The Naperville Police Department needs your help to solve crime and bring offenders to justice. When you submit tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers, you help keep our city one of the safest in the nation. Tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers have helped solve hundreds of crimes and recover over $7 million in drugs, property, and cash. Remember, tipsters remain anonymous and receive cash rewards up to $1,000 if their tips lead to an arrest. Call the tip line at 630-420-6006. You may have that one piece of information that solves the crime. Nationally recognized, locally invested, Busey Bank is proud to be named among the 2022 America's Best Banks by Forbes. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now from the Stephen Demas Family Scholarship Foundation is Carol Demas. Welcome to the show, Carol. Thank you, Jane. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we're excited to learn about your organization. So talk a little bit to begin with about the impetus. Why did you start the foundation? Well, I'm happy to talk about that because it's very personal to me. So 10 years ago, my late husband passed away from cancer. And as the 10-year anniversary was approaching, my children and I talked about how we might honor their father. Um, Steve was huge. Um, he was a champion of me, even starting my advocacy firm, and uh, was an educator himself at the university level. And we thought something around our advocacy services. And then the other piece to this is that Families we help inevitably at the end of our time with a family when we've been able to procure their services, they say, what do families do who can't afford this? We hear that over and over. So putting those two pieces together, we decided as a way to honor my late husband and help families, especially in underserved communities who may not have funds for advocacy for their children with disabilities, we decided to start the foundation. And that was the impetus for it. Got a great group of professionals together as a board. And uh, we began this journey to um, be able to actually provide scholarship awards to families so they could get services for their children. That's wonderful. So, so say a little bit about the kinds of services that the scholarship awards fund. Absolutely. So as an advocate and as an advocacy firm, we support families by helping to represent, to be a voice. We go to meetings with them in the school district, community things, trying to help them to navigate how to get services for children. So that the type of services might be a child may need, for example, a therapeutic setting because of significant mental health issues. A child may need a really good evaluation to get to the root of why the child is struggling. Um, 
They may have speech um, difficulties and we might need a good speech pathologist to evaluate the child. So various types of things like that. A lot of it under the umbrella of advocacy because through the school districts, we can um, request funding for these various services for their children. It's all about giving the child the same access as a typical student without a disability to access their education. What do they need to do that? And when a family doesn't have the funds to hire an advocate and they don't know, I call, sometimes call it the secret menu of how to get, what to ask for. You know, people don't even know what to ask for. It can be very difficult. So that's kind of the scope of services we do. Okay, and how do you find the families that need those services? Well, that outreach is always fluid. Um, we have reached out family, friends, social media is a huge piece. We have a great marketing firm, so we're, we're reaching out that way. Our current clients, many of the folks that have said to us, what do families do that can't afford it? Um, our past client list, and then professional colleagues, uh, psychologists and psychiatrists and uh, various individuals who kind of run that scope of what, you know, helping children. So we're also really trying to reach underserved communities. So I used to be on the board of the Metropolitan Family Services of DuPage. So utilizing those resources I know and word of mouth, word okay. of mouth is a big one. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, how do you get the donations? How do those come in to fund that? Because, oh. <laughs> you know, it, it's not inexpensive to have those kinds of evaluations. Right. Uh, how do you get the funding? Well, so our initial push, so to speak, when we started the uh, organization, the foundation rolled out on the actual 10-year anniversary of my late husband. So it was very meaningful to us as a family. But we reached out to those we know and love and who knew and loved my husband. So that's kind of where that first started. But then it was, again, that group of people, those colleagues, those people, business associates, the people we do banking with. Um, so that is always a challenge, but we're <laughs> yeah. up to the task. <laughs> I think, Carol, everybody that sits in that chair, it's, it, it's a challenge. Funding it is, is a always challenge. the challenge. The mission, and, not so much, but the funding, the challenge. Yes, and we, we're, we've been fortunate that um, we've gotten and wonderful notes with our donation from, from a family that said uh, to me, you changed my son's life and by your work with me, I want to pay it forward so that another family can experience that. Those, those are precious. Yeah, <laughs> those absolutely. Kinds of, those make it all worthwhile, they right? They do. They do. But, you know, here's the thing. We, we made five awards last month. Five families received scholarships. We're so excited. So every one of those families now is in the process of getting services. We've got great advocates working with them. And our advocacy firm takes no profit from this. It's, we are strictly a charitable organization. But um, getting uh, more in the way of continuing, we want to continue getting awards. So our hope is that perhaps a um, professional organization would partner, you know, monthly type donations. 
that's what we're looking for because the continuation of this then can uh, we can continue helping more and more families. So it's a, as you say, it's a challenge, but we're up to it. And we've got great people working and calling and knocking on doors, so to speak. There you go. All 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 of the above, right? Exactly. Um, how would a family go about applying for a scholarship? Good, good question. So our website, they would go to our website. And then um, from there, there's a uh, scholarship application. Okay. And it, we've made it very user-friendly, but we also have the uh, contact information if a family is struggling. We've had families that maybe don't even have access to internet. So we're there to help with that if need be but it starts with the application. And then our wonderful board of directors, seven uh, wonderful individuals who give their time, look through this and we have determining factors mm -hmm. as to who gets those awards. Sometimes families call our advocacy firm and they, because we offer everyone a 30, free 30 minute consult. And now that we have this foundation, People call and we give everyone that 30 minutes and then sometimes at the end they say, oh, thank you for this wonderful time. I can't afford this. Now we can say, apply to the foundation. Mm. That might help, you know, that right. could help offset some of this. Or we've had some families say, my neighbor down the street, you know, father lost the job, but they need help. Their child is struggling can I uh, lead them to, you know, applying? So we really want to have that outreach. And that's one of the reasons I, I really am honored to be able to talk to you today. So we might be able to reach more families. Well, we're glad that you did, Carol. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We appreciate you coming by. We Thank wish you the you. best of luck with the work that you're Thank doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. To find out more about the Stephen Demas Family Scholarship Foundation, please go and visit their website. Don't go away, we'll be right back after a few short messages. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from Arts to Page is Debbie Venezia, and we're always glad to have you with us, Debbie. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, you uh, exist, Arts DuPage exists under the larger umbrella of the DuPage Foundation. So explain first what the DuPage Foundation does. Sure. DuPage Foundation is DuPage County's philanthropic leader, and it's also the top source of targeted charitable giving in the area. And just last month, as part of its community needs uh, program, the DuPage Foundation granted over $470,000 to nonprofits throughout the community. And of that, 14,000 went to arts organizations, including Naper Settlement, Young Naperville Singers, and Chicago Sinfonietta. Nice, and that's again, a big number. It's huge. And then also earlier this year, the foundation partnered with DuPage County 
and they form the Community Transformational Grant Program um, where they establish $10 million for social service organizations that help residents that were impacted by the uh, pandemic. So yeah. we're making a mark all across the community. You certainly are, you certainly are. And we thank you for that sure. because it's so important, right? And lots of nonprofits that come on the show are the beneficiaries of that charitable giving. So uh, I can say thank you for them as sure. well. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Arts DuPage. How did that come to be? So Arts DuPage stem from a donor, a single donor who recognized the value of the arts and um, came forward and financially supported the initiative for the first three years and said, you know, okay, go ahead with this. And so here we are now supporting, promoting, and advocating for the arts in DuPage County. That's wonderful. Now, why from your, and I know Debbie, you've got a life in the arts. So, <laughs> uh, so you can speak to this really well, but why are the arts so important for a community? So, you know, and I look at it, in two ways, because I live in a fantasy world and my world is filled with arts and what they do for someone personally. And they build bridges between, you know, culture. There's kind of a panacea. Um, they entertain you. They educate you. Um, they bring people together. There's all that, you know, just wonderful stuff that they bring to us. But that's not always a way to sell the arts when you're trying to make your case. So... When we make a case, and that's part of what Arts DuPage does, we have to advocate for the arts. The arts are very strong economic drivers. And so when you look at the hardcore numbers, in Illinois, the arts generate over $4.02 billion in wow. economic activity. So um, two years ago, we had a, a program where we brought in Randy Cohen, who is the vice president of... Um, research for Americans for the Arts. And he talked about the arts and, and you know, what they do for the community. And of course he talked about, you know, you have a, say you have a performing arts venue and they sell tickets and they sell concessions. And I think that's obvious and everybody knows about that. But then he showed the other side of the coin, something that in itself is quite obvious, but I had never thought about it before. So what he said is arts are always, they're businesses. So they, pay rent and they pay utilities and they use goods and services. If their lights go out, they hire electricians. If they need something printed, they call Minuteman Press, you know, that they are using um, things, they're keeping the money in the community in addition to, you know, generating this revenue. And so um, they really enliven, you know, what's going on. And another thing, you know, there's a third piece to that too, when people come to an event, um, it's been uh, researched and it's been proven that in addition to the cost of the tickets, people spend $31.47 above the cost of, you know, the, their, you know what they're, what they're right, spending. Right. And again, that's all money in that local district. So they may go to a restaurant before a play or have a drink afterwards or whatever, but that's money that's, that stays here. It doesn't leave when they leave. And if you have an event where people come in, uh, from out of town, again, you have tourism dollars and you have hotels and stuff. And I think it's really evident um, right now in DuPage County. And it started last year with the Frida Kahlo exhibit. So during the pandemic, 
during the three months of the pandemic that the Frida Kahlo exhibit was at the Mackinac Arts Center, over 100,000 people came to see the exhibit. Um, and they uh, came from 50 states and 43 countries. Mm. And they infused $10 million into our local economy in that short window of time during a pandemic. Yeah, and that's so, pretty incredible, right? And that's just, you know, one venue. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, and so I'm looking forward, you know, this year we had the Ali Brijas sculptures at um, Cantini Park and 331,000 people came to see that. Next year we have Andy Warhol coming here. So it's proven that DuPage County is a destination for the arts. And I think that we can all be very, very proud of that and, and you know, just kind of watch the, the vibrancy of the community and sure. watch it grow. Yeah, well, and you know, as you said, economically, you're putting a pebble in the, in the lake, but that has ripple effects all the way out, right? Oh, so, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and it helps everybody. Yeah, so talk a little bit about um, Arts DuPage and how exactly you go about promoting arts and culture in DuPage County. Oh, sure, so Arts DuPage, um, in addition to our advocacy you know, efforts, um, probably the most forward-facing piece that we have is our website, artsdupage.org. And I know when Arts DuPage was first formed, there was no one place where you could go to find out what's going on in DuPage County. In the olden days, you had the big you know, newspaper section, Arts and Entertainment came out on Friday and everything was listed all in one place. And we don't have that resource anymore. So you can go to individual websites if you think about them and remember them or whatever. Um, so that was the one key piece that uh, people in the community and arts leaders and artists kept saying we need. So we, we launched artsdupage.org. So it's a listing and, and it's exclusively events in DuPage County. Okay. And, and another thing that stemmed out of the pandemic is people now have kind of a um, barrier. They wanna stay closer to home to enjoy you know, arts events. They don't necessarily want it. I mean, there's wonderful things in the city. They may, you know, used to go downtown, but they don't have to go downtown. And a lot of them don't want to go downtown. They want to stay closer to home, which again is, is you know, building for, for our arts communities. Yeah, so. really fueling for what you're doing. Yeah, and then the other thing too, and I want to encourage artists to go and take a look at our, our website because we also have a platform for um, profiles. So if you're an artist and say you do commission work or you teach or you exhibit, whatever you do as an artist, you can post your profile on our site at no cost, it's free. And we roll that out to the community. And I've had several artists that have posted their uh, information on our site that said they were contacted or they got, you know, they got a gig or they got something that came, you know, speaking engagement that came from their posting on artsdupage.org. And one last thing to entice artists to kind of um, post their profile, we're partnering with North Central College in March to have a, either a solo exhibit or a small group show in Osterley Library, which has just been renovated. So it's a, a wonderful opportunity for someone to get their work out there. Again, it's at no cost, and and you know we just want to elevate the arts, um, and and invite people to come and enjoy them. I love that, Debbie. And I mean, you're such a great connector. I mean, you're really you're connecting art to the community, the community to art. So it's it's a wonderful symbiotic relationship, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming by. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. Oh, thank you. I enjoy being here.
Take care. Yeah. And if you would like more information about Arts DuPage and what they offer, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us today on Spotlight and our friends at UC Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.